When you see animals, they may be serving as messengers, giving you signs, answering your prayers, and imparting wisdom for you to apply in your life. In this episode, we're talking about the meaning of four common animal sightings and what they may be telling you. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey there, kindred spirits. Welcome to Modern Life and Spirit Podcast. My name is Christina Wooten. I'm a certified psychic medium. I'm here with Robert Wooten, of course, who is our certified Reiki master teacher. Well, hello there. (laughs) And in this podcast, what we do is we talk about how you can ground into intuitive living, how you can apply spiritual principles to your real world, real life experience. And today, I really wanted to talk more about animal messengers. And you may or may not know if you've been listening to the podcast or if you followed along on my mailing list, you might have heard me talk about that I have a specialty of working also with animal spirit guides. It's something that I didn't actively pursue. It just happened. In fact, the very first thing that I ever saw with my clairvoyance was a spirit squirrel. (laughs) And I remember thinking like, really? What the heck? You know, I was expecting this, you know, parting of things and this luminous body to appear before me. And goddess type of energy and the first thing I saw was a spirit squirrel and I thought you something's broken here something's wrong but through my deep connection with the animal world I've also come to really understand the teachings of the animal spirit guides, what they represent. I shared a lot of that if you have an interest in more shamanic connection, more of an understanding about the animal spirit guides. We did a whole podcast episode in the past just to help you understand the differences between the different types of animal spirits, how they help you. And that episode is definitely a great episode to download and to save and come back to. It's like a resource episode. So just look for episode number 39, Meet Your Animal Spirit Guides. And we're going to go a little bit deeper with that today. Because animal spirit guides represent different rays of consciousness. So they are teachers and they are masters of specific lessons and energies. So we have to work towards balancing all of these within ourselves at different points in our life in order to help us to continue our growth and evolution. So our animal spirit guides are supporting our growth, our development, our understanding by teaching us these lessons that they happen to be experts in. I think one of the things that gets people interested in animals to begin with or understand their connection between the animals that we see and the spirit world is that when your loved ones cross over, They may also work with the animal spirits to help send you a sign, like a cardinal that comes to visit, or perhaps there's a feather on your path, or an animal that seems like it's posing just for you. It's like really trying to get your attention or acting in a way that's really unusual. I remember hearing a story from one of my clients about her mother who was coming through in a reading and was talking to me about that she liked to appear to her with hummingbirds. And the woman shared with me that this 
a hummingbird would come around constantly and she'd be in her living room and this hummingbird would just be, you know, hovering around constantly (laughs) trying to get her attention and get her awareness. So they can work with the animal spirits that we encounter to just pass along a, hey, it's me, I'm here, I'm okay, I'm, I'm sending you a sign that I'm around. And I think that's the, the best way to understand that is that what you're seeing is representative of a sign. Because there are animals everywhere, and there are different kinds of animals, depending on where you live, perhaps. We understand the normal behaviors that animals have. So when something really unusual is happening and something very different is occurring, it really gets our attention in a way that, you know, other things might not. Right. Especially whenever it is uh, an animal that seems to be paying attention to you specifically. Mm -hmm. Like it may not be just, you know, over there on that bush. It's coming towards your window or it's sitting perched right at you know, in your eyesight looking at you. Mm -hmm. So what we see is your loved ones in spirit or your spirit guides will use the physical representation of these animals and the energy that they represent to send you a message of that energy that they're trying to get to you. Uh, They may be trying to contact you in other ways, but you're just not hearing it or you're not tuned in. And so therefore, a physical embodiment of that energy message can be brought to you by an animal showing up in a certain way. Yeah, they can help us to recognize like, hey, you need to be paying attention. It's like spirit kind of snapping their fingers in front of you. But it's not just the animal acting strangely. It's also your intuition that feels sparked by what's happening. And then suddenly a sense of a deeper meaning to what that may represent for you. So seeing the hummingbird, but also getting a sense that this is mom visiting. Mm -hmm. And I I know that because I know it in my heart. I know it in my being. It can't be explained in words. It's just an intuitive sense of knowing, like a clear cognizance. So that spirit animal representation combined with your intuition helps you to understand part of that message. In this episode, we're going to talk about some of the deeper meanings or signs behind some of those animal sightings that you may have, so that when you encounter these animals in the future, you can consider how this message from spirit may apply to the things that are happening in your life right now. I also have a special offer today for 25% off of soul readings that I'm going to talk about at the end of this episode only available for soul readings that are purchased on or before June 10th. I'll share all the details at the end, plus more about what a soul reading is. I wanted to focus on four really common animals that you are most likely going to see. So we're talking about hummingbird. We're going to talk about deer. We're going to talk about the meaning of butterfly. And we're going to talk about spider. And for those of you who just winced a little bit and went, spider, oh my gosh, ew. If you're afraid of spiders or it just kind of ekes you out a little bit, I encourage you please to listen on because I promise it's going to give you a whole new and a more positive way to relate to them in the future. I'm not going to say you're going to love every spider you encounter if they really give you the willies, but it will allow you to see them as more of a message that's positive rather than totally weirding you out. So maybe less common than people who are afraid of spiders is uh, a phobia of butterflies. That is a thing also. It's actually called lepidopteraphobia. And it is uh, an irrational fear of butterflies. So maybe some people are arachnophobic, where they're afraid Mm -hmm. of spiders. But, you know, maybe some people are also afraid of 
butterflies as well. You never know. But I think that just proves we can be afraid of anything. Like our minds are amazing. They can come up with just the craziest, wildest scenarios about how dangerous butterflies are and somehow gets into the recesses of our mind, barring that being something you had some past life encounter with a a swarm of butterflies. Who knows? Well, that that is exactly the point (laughs) that I was trying to make is that the concept of having a phobia of something like that is truly representative of some other energy block. Well, when we talk about from an animal spirit and medicine perspective, the understanding is if you have a fear of that animal, it's really not about the animal itself. It's what the energy of that animal embodies. Mm -hmm. So it's something you don't feel comfortable with, something you have not fully stepped into and Mm -hmm. owned. And so that energy is threatening to you in some way because Mm -hmm. it's counter to something that you are growing within yourself. So something within that needs to be integrated for you to find more balance and more comfort with the physical representation of that. But that's maybe a little heavier (laughs) than we were trying to go with what we're talking about today. But thank you for that enlightening understanding about butterfly phobias. If anybody has a butterfly phobia or actually knows somebody with a butterfly phobia, you got to DM me at SedonaMedium.com. I have to know that this is a real thing. Okay, so let's talk about first hummingbirds and what the meaning of a hummingbird is. So what we're looking at this is a context of what's what's the message of hummingbird? What's their primary energy? And when we see them, what is it sparking within us? What is the deeper message there? So hummingbird brings forward the energy of joy. And it also represents high vibration, which we'll talk about in a minute. But hummingbird reminds us that joy is a critical part of your life. It isn't just a luxury. It's the very core of what keeps you going. It's one of the the essence of life for you to instinctively know where to find joy, where to find beauty, to focus on the positive, the inspiring things in your life. So you'll notice that hummingbird flits from flower to flower, from you know beautiful thing to more beautiful things. And the flower loves and appreciates the connection with the hummingbird because it helps to serve the flower as well. So it creates this continuous cycle of the hummingbird excited to connect with the positive, the inspirational, the beauty, the joy, and representing that energy, and then the flower also loving it back. Well, the flower creates very specific parts of itself to attract the hummingbird. Mm -hmm. So it is taking part in a very active way Mm -hmm. of drawing that energy to itself to draw those hummingbirds to it by creating a specific pollen or specific Mm -hmm. scent. It, as a flower understands that's what's attractive to the hummingbirds and it keeps bringing them over to it. This is just a universal lesson about when we are grateful for something, when we are in our highest vibration and highest excitement, when we're in a space of joy and enthusiasm, the universe wants to give back to us. It's Mm -hmm. very attracted to that type of energy. And so this is kind of a way to see that Joy brings more joy, brings more beauty, brings more positivity. And for you to focus on that instinct and that energy for joy within yourself. This is also a good reminder to 
let go of things that are not bringing you joy. So when the feeder is empty, all right, they move on really quickly, or they're not just going to stay and wait constantly for it to become full. They are also really quick to leave if there's a disharmonious type of energy. And so that's one message for you when Hummingbird pops in is to focus on your joy, focus on what makes you feel lit up inside, and also to leave situations that aren't bringing you joy, that are heavy, that feel disharmonious, that are blocking or preventing you from really following your joy. This is an invitation for you to get into that higher mindset. Now, I mentioned that Hummingbird also has a strong connection with high vibration. And so we can look at their wings and their wings are flapping so quickly that you can't even see them and making this, you know, amazing humming sound, which sounds a little bit like ohm. It brings that ohm energy and their wings actually move in a figure eight pattern, which is really connected with infinity and some really positive energy there. So they're lifted up. They're not held back. Their bodies are nice and light. Their bones are hollow. They (laughs) travel light with things. And this is a reminder for you that you want to stay in the things that nourish you, that are high vibrational for you, that bring happiness, that bring joy, that are healthy for you and release and let go of anything else. So it's like, what do you need in your life to be that hummingbird, to be lighter, to be freer, to feel less uh, heavy and weighed down by the stresses and the challenges that are happening in your life right now. So let go of those things and leave those situations that are not representing your highest joy. And remember to value your own pleasure, value your joy, find happiness where you can. So if you saw a hummingbird, it may have a message for you connected with what we talked about. They can also come around as an example when a loved one in spirit might be sending you a hummingbird when you're feeling sad and you need to remember to be happy. You need to remember the beauty and the color, the vibrancy of the world. You need to just feel that moment of awe in life. It's hard not to smile when you see a hummingbird. Aren't they great? And they're so special. They're so easily attracted to the pause they're they're not hesitant about going oh should i do this and in fear they're just so beautifully guided to this is beautiful i love this and following that instinct rather that hesitancy but should i do this no they're going right for that flower Let's talk about deer. In fact, we drove up to Flagstaff yesterday. We were doing a little bit of podcast planning and enjoying the mountains, enjoying all. We saw so many elk and deer on our way back. It was so beautiful, so magical, and they have such an incredibly peaceful aura around them that I couldn't help but just get so excited every time one of Mm -hmm. those little little cute ears popped up that were really great to see. So let's talk about what deer represents. Deer is the power of gentleness. So it brings with it this strong connection between quietness, stillness, and also sensitivity. So those are related to this power of gentleness. 
and also a deep compassion for other people. So that's what deer is teaching us. It teaches us the power of being soft, the power of being open, the power of being loving. So it's very much the embodiment of the answer to your question is love. How can you bring more love into this space? How can you bring more trust in the process of unconditional love and non-judgment and compassion, sensitivity, and overall having a gentle aspect? And that that in and of itself can be incredibly powerful and strong. If you look at statues of the Buddha or sometimes paintings with Buddha, you'll see deer usually on either side. And so this is all about power of the heart, the power of that stillness, the power of that quiet can be very profound. It can, you know, melt your foes. It can change your enemies into being friends, into being change your challenges into being something that becomes a stepping stone for you when we receive it with an open heart and we explore and we journey with that versus creating resistance or anger or ego. So Deer likes to invite us to ask some questions. What is the most loving, sensitive way to resolve things? How can you use the power of gentleness and love to melt the obstacles that are in your path? That's the primary question. How can you be softer? Instead of running at something like it's a brick wall, how can we greet it and see it as a friend? There's a great story about Deer who is encountering a demon. So in this Native American story, there's Sacred Mountain. And at the very top of Sacred Mountain is where the divine lives and the creator lives. And so all the animals would travel up to the top of Sacred Mountain to have their prayer and their connection time with creator. And one day, a very large, angry, aggressive demon figure appeared towards the middle of Sacred Mountain, which scared all the other animals. They weren't able to go up the mountain anymore to create that deep connection. They didn't know what to do. And one day, Deer decided to go up to greet the demonic figure and simply with its innocence, with its pure heart, with its openness, said, I'd like to pass, please. And the demons, no, (laughs) big, angry, full. And the deer just continued with seeing this with compassion, seeing this entity with love and saying, I need to pass. And because its love was so profound, because its energy of acceptance and compassion was so deep, it melted the demon into a teeny, teeny, tiny little speck. And so deer made the way for all of the other animals in the kingdom to return back to Sacred Mountain. So it's a really beautiful story about the power of our hearts, the power of love, and the power of gentleness rather than force. 
So our third one is butterfly because gosh, we see butterflies all the time and butterflies are this wonderful symbol of change. So a lot of times spirit will use that to add another layer of the story when a butterfly shows up as being part of a sign in some way or a symbol of transition, which happens because sometimes a loved one may use that because it represents change and the change of a physical form from you know one state of consciousness, one state of being into a new afterlife and a new state of being. So butterfly has that connection there. But let's talk about the deeper meaning of butterfly. What is it representing? What is it all about? Butterfly teaches us to honor cycles, to embody change, to move towards complete transformation and evolution. So butterfly is very connected with air energy. So air energy is all about the mind. It's about intellect, okay? So this has a really strong connection with our beliefs, with our attitudes, and with our thoughts. And that our thoughts are in a process of continuous change and evolution. We're always in one stage of the cycle. So for a butterfly, there's the the egg, there's the larva, and it becomes the caterpillar, which then moves into the chrysalis, which turns into total goo and completely melts, completely dissolves all previous bodily form, and then creates this entirely new being where it explores not just the earth that it had been crawling around on as a caterpillar, but now suddenly out into the air with a new perspective and then begins this life cycle over and over again, you know, throughout the generations. It's important to recognize that in some way, shape, or form, you're always in a cycle. You're always in a process of change. You're in a process of evolution and transformation. That's what life is all about here in the earth school. And so embracing that, recognizing that the person that you are now with the thoughts that you have now are changing and continuously evolving and embrace the stage that you're in without rushing forward. You've got to learn how to appreciate the transitions, how to appreciate each stage that you are in in the moment. And butterfly, because it really honors cycles, it honors the process of change, it really is very helpful in helping you to understand what stage you're in now in your life and how you can find your next step. What's the next right thing for you to focus on? And a lot of that is mental, again, because of strong air energy. So it's looking at your mind. What is it that you need to be focusing on? What is the true next step that's going to lead to the level of transformation that you're looking for? And there's an understanding with Butterfly that there's an inevitability of our continued growth, of positive outcome. Okay, it's an absolutely inevitable as we move through these cycles, as we are in an infinite <laughs> process of being, that the end result is beautiful and that we're having wins, <laughs> we're creating successes, and we are in the process of evolving, even when we think we're stuck. 
when we think we're flat, we're truly still where we need to be and we're safe in that particular process. So butterfly can help you to follow transformation, to stay in what is happening right now, focus on your stage in the moment. What do you need to embrace? Learn to love that stage and find just what your next right step is so that you're not projecting so forward. That will come. You have goals that will come. What are you doing now? That's the story that Butterfly wants to tell us. And another thing too is, you know, seeing your own beauty (laughs) without vanity. There's a certain humility that comes with Butterfly because it's incredibly beautiful creature, but Butterfly can't see its own wings. It doesn't see its delicacy. It doesn't see its beauty, but yet it inspires and excites everybody when they come around. They just have this lovely, pure energy. And so, As a result, remember to uh, experience yourself with a certain level of humility. What I find fascinating about butterfly is in its fragility and in its, you know, tiny little wings and they flap very small. And if you were to try to measure how much wind comes from one butterfly wing, it probably would be almost immeasurable. But there is a theory that was put out several years ago about the impact of a butterfly flapping in, say, the Amazon creates a tsunami on the other side of the world eventually because it builds on itself. You know, a small butterfly wings create a small amount of wind and then something else picks up that wind and a bird picks up that wind and flaps and then on and on and on and more and more things create bigger and bigger winds. But it all begins with that very delicate small butterfly. And I think the message there is talking about the energy of even though you may feel insignificant or you may feel small and fragile, everything you do and every energy that you put out has an impact somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so if you have a draw to go in one direction, or if you have a desire to do something in one way that you're just really drawn to, or you're really trying to focus on, just remember that small steps, small pieces of that have large impact eventually. Mm -hmm. And keep going. And keep going. Keep going. Exactly. I love that story. Keep flapping. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Okay, let's talk about spider. All right, spider energy is really fun. And it always makes me a little bit sad to know that there's so many people out there that just get the heebie-jeebies about spiders because they, you know, they get a bad rap. They're actually really, really cool little critters. Spider is a really strong woman's medicine because it's connected with weaving, okay, which traditionally is a strong feminine skill. So it In a way, it's interesting that we have this very strong feminine animal being, animal essence, that is feared by so many. I think that reflects, in a way, the fear that is happening in the paradigm about women's true power and and coming into more of a, a time of honoring a more balanced feminine within. And when you consider in the spider world, the female of the species is always way larger and way more powerful than any given male. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's talk about spider and the medicine of spider. So spider energy is about creative force because it's weaving the beauty of life, okay? Weaving the beauty. So this creative force is really powerful. It's really strong. It's a reminder to use your power to create in a physical way what 
you feel inspired to. So actually putting your energy towards creativity and also in creating, which can be goal-centered. But it's especially potent around writing. So a lot of times people with the uh, spider totem our writers or writing is a very important part of their particular journey. But the creative energy is very profound. What I find interesting about the writing concept is if you think about uh, what was E.B. White trying to mm-hmm. say with Charlotte's Web? Did, did he know that spiders were connected in some way to writing or did he just was he just tuned into that? Yeah, I think there's that universal consciousness that comes in that shows up in, you know, different universal truths. And this is a perfect example of, you know, the Charlotte's web of the spider, you know, writing things and communicating, you know, communication is really key with spider energy too. how capturing that universally is pretty cool. So I also want you to think with spider about the web, the web that they create, because there's some important components. If we think about the web and the web of life, so representing the web is the web of life. Then there's messages here about our interconnection and that everybody has to be their own unique part of the web or else we'd all be overlapping on top of ourselves. So everybody has a special place, a special connection, and that connection has many other connections that go off of it. So being true to yourself is important. Playing to your strengths is important. And also the energy of networking. So spiders are amazing networkers. They have people who have this totem are the ones who understand, hey, this person does this really well, and this person needs that. Let me connect the two. Or they're great with social media connections or drawing resources to themselves. And that also talks about attraction. Spider creates and builds the web. It allows its target to come to it. So this is about manifestation. So you create, and then you trust and let go and allow things to come to you for you to respond to versus running out trying to grab things. <laughs> More about the web-oriented focus. I think people who are, have a lot of connection with spiders are really empathic because they feel the vibration, they're feeling resonance, they're recognizing um, when changes are happening in the web, particularly in global collective consciousness shifts. They can be extremely sensitive to those types of things. But when spider comes into your life, when you see it, when you have some sort of encounter, it can be a message for you that this is a time for you to expand out, for you to use all of your resources, and for you to get busy creating whatever that means for you, Mm -hmm. creating the infrastructure, creating the foundation, or painting, (laughs) or doing those types of creative pursuits, that that will help you tremendously. But expand out from where you currently are, and you'll find that more things that you need will come to you for you to respond to. I really hope that understanding these beautiful masters of consciousness, these teachers, helps you to appreciate those messages when they do show up and helps you to see and create more connections between why it's showing up for you right now in this particular moment. What is the deeper message for you there? And to start paying attention to your communications, signs, and messages that are happening all around you because animals are really such an impactful 
part of our life and and seeing them in a tangible way can also help those who sometimes struggle with questioning their own selves or questioning their intuitive abilities or whether something's a message or not. You can't argue with the fact that that squirrel just came up and you saw the squirrel. It's a little bit more concrete and it can be a good way to just ease yourself into understanding how there is a connection between what's manifested in your external world and what is happening for you on the inside. So many times these messages are really answers to prayers and questions that you have currently and you're not even recognizing that the answer is coming. So I want you to just use that as a way to go a little bit deeper in your understanding of these external manifestations. One of the things that I mentioned is I do have a specialty in what I call soul reading, where we're looking at what your nine animal totems are. So what are the messengers that are potent? What are the masters of consciousness that you created a very deep connection with in this particular lifetime to guide you to higher levels of consciousness? They represent the lessons that you have in this lifetime the energy that you are here to master, the things that you are here to do and express in this world in order to feel completely fulfilled, joyful, and at peace with the way that your life is playing out. And understanding each of these animal totems, what their messages are, what they mean about how you are to show up in this world, and also where they are in your chart has a lot of significance. So for example, in one area of the chart helps us to understand your skills that you're bringing in from a past life. One area helps us understand when you are in need of healing, restoration, replenishment, this is the type of energy that you need that will truly refill your cup when you're in a lack of inspired times. I have a special because next month will be 15 years of me serving spirit through this spiritual work. And I'm incredibly grateful. And when I was talking with spirit about how can I fully honor this, they kept telling me purpose. So the gift is how you can share and help other people to find greater purpose, find greater meaning, and create deeper understanding of themselves. And so in order to do that, I'm taking 25% off, which is huge. (laughs) It's over $80 off of soul readings for a short, short period. It's between um, June 1st and June 10th. The reading doesn't have to take place in that time, but you do need to schedule and process your coupon code through the checkout on my website at sedonamedium.com. You'll go to readings and soul readings. You're going to use coupon code WILDSOUL in all caps. That's WILDSOUL in all caps for 25% off of a soul reading. And I want to offer you this just as a thank you for being a part of my journey. I hope that this work and what we're doing here on the podcast has supported you, has encouraged you, has helped you see the world in a higher way and helped you feel a more expressed part of that. So thank you for being a part of our journey and a part of our community. Many blessings. Blessings.